Episode 13. Sean Malcolm. V did it. Titties on the mic, bitch. And myself, Cisco. Today's this is episode 13 on Friday, the 13th, December. How's everybody feeling, man? I I haven't been in the studio in a minute, man. How y'all feeling? I feel brand new. Yeah? Yeah. Yes, son. Feel like I just met (laughs) y'all. For real, for real. Hey, how you doing? Hey, my name is V. How are you? Hey, I'm Sean. I'm a Virgo. V did it. Nice to meet you. I'm Venezia. What? Hey, that's the first time. I threw that out there. Uh, The Bronx came out Venezia. It's Venezia, (laughs) not Venen. Venezia. 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 Okay. Mm -hmm. I see it spelled all the time when I email you. Yeah. I should know that. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. So, um, real quick. Wait, time out. All this time that we've been doing this, I did not know your first name. Hmm. You just thought it was V? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she you know, she keeps she keeps certain things to herself. She doesn't say everything. I try to say your government when she was like, Don't you dare. I'm like, all I don't right. Know. You okay. wanna know what's crazy? I got that nickname. I was dating this guy and he couldn't say my name to save his life. He just could not say my name. How it was it came out every single which way you can imagine, just never Vanessa. So he was like, You know what? I'm sorry. I love you to death, but nah, I gotta call you V. But how would he butcher it? He w- he was like Valencia, Vanessa, Vincencia, <laughs> Vincenz. It was it just he I don't know I, and it just it's hilarious. But he really just couldn't say it. it j- he just couldn't. Mind you, his uh, no, nah, I'm not gonna say his name. But anyways, shout outs to him. I've been rocking V ever since, and it's been like a cool nine years now. Damn. Yeah. That's a decade right there. Yeah. That's oh, a whole decade. A whole, right? decade, a whole decade right there. Hey, we got something to Apparently, the family of 6ix9ine, Takashi 6ix9ine, who is currently incarcerated and going to court for his, uh, what is it, racketeering case, yes? Yes. It's like racketeering and yes. multiple others. Uh, his family and friends have written letters to the judge asking for leniency when it comes to the uh, sentencing. So, as you guys know, and if you guys don't, I'll give you a little quick recap. 6ix9ine, uh, who is a rapper and was popping, I want to say, two. 2017, 2018, or was mm-hmm. it just the 2018? I want to say, like like say it was last year. I want to say it was last year. Okay, so no, he's he been really 2008. He yeah. took off on 2018. He was repping Treyway, apparently, and he had been robbed, and things had happened to him to the extent where uh, when he got arrested, he then told on the people that he was rocking with. So because he told on these people, some of these people got 20-year sentences. But this is what I'm saying, right? Like, why are they asking for leniency? I thought when you snitch, you get a certain so, sentence, no, like what, you bargain that. Okay, so no, I'm going to explain to you how it goes, <laughs> because I watch my law and order, okay? Okay, Nikki Bones. <laughs> All right, listen to me. So the way that it goes down is they, so they'll say, let's say, if you cooperate, we'll offer you 10, 10 to, to whatever with 10 probation, to 20, 10 to 20, 20 where you could have went from like 70 to for life. So they'll hit you with stuff like that. Now, once you cooperate, it's up to the judge to see, how, like, to to see if how if your cooperation made it so good, so that it really did bring whatever. Like if we got a lot corp- of convictions. Yeah, like if I got a lot yeah. of convictions. So thus far, he's got one of the guys got twenty years, like <laughs> literally off of the stuff that he said. Now, what is really surprising to me is that uh, I also heard, you know, the streets be talking and we be listening that he got some type of a contract while he was in jail, like. His his contract yeah. either got revised for like 10 years and apparently the um he said when he comes out yeah he supposedly said they believe in him and uh so going back to the letters one of the letters was from his mother and it was telling the judge how he is not the guy that everybody persuades him to be that he's a god-fearing man that he likes uh the bible and certain scriptures from the bible and that he's a you know he's the main provider of his home and so he provides he's joel osteen all of a yeah, sudden so he provides you know what honestly I don't think that's such a bad thing because when it comes down to um this guy yeah and he's fucking walking around with a fucking walker and everybody's feeling so bad for him now all that is happening is look I want to say I want to just be very clear on my stance on 6 9 and I I just I feel like I need to get this across before you guys get in there all is I want to say I don't believe in snitching I think that absolutely 100% that was fucked up like you know the snitching part but but if the situation if you were in the situation if, if, if other people were in the situation you don't know how you would react at the end of the day he did not kill anybody he didn't put anyone's life 
really endanger himself physically and you know looking at it retrospectively he's a clown and what happened was that everybody fell into the fucking um circus everybody joins the circus but, so the was circus, he, but he was also the ringleader too it, he was not a ringleader he was a puppet of the ringleaders like the ringleaders used him as a puppet and there's many conversations that were had with his team the people that actually you know got him set up and the people that you know had sex with his baby mom and all these people that were supposed to be his closest yeah. people set him up so now i don't think that snitching is good i think you know that there's there's certain things that you know determines the men from the kids and he made his choice however once your choice is made you have to stick by it yeah you make their bed you gotta you lay make in it. your bed you gotta lay in it well so like my thing is like his, his bed is made out of fuzz. like all the shit that he was promoting and whatever like perception is is always a powerful thing perception so is yeah key. he had people that were like pulling the strings other people that he had to answer to but for becky and bumfuck indiana she doesn't know that she thinks everything that he's speaking about and rapping about and posting on instagram twitter on on his videos whatever they think that's gospel that he is trey way or whatever i know no we know the deal but not that every not a lot but of other so people outside people, of that so but we could say the same thing about um yeezy so, and all the people that go to you know the the church and and, and the concerts and i think the guy's a fucking loon and all these people <laughs> like pay thousands i don't know how much money they pay or what the fuck they do but they all go listen to this guy's a fucking lunatic and people listen to it so to me if you have the same if you feel the same way about takashi and how people think about him i think you should feel the same way about about kanye yes no well, very, when it no, comes when it comes to idealisms, I feel like people have a very construed I, like mentality you put, you about idealism. You can't put idealism in the same sentence with Takashi Six Nine. Absolutely, you can. He was people like you just you just made that point for me. You I just said talking about more about perception. No, no, no. I like idealizing or making this one perception. Yeah, like you said, this one perception idealistic to you, where you're like, I'm in Ohio, like you said, mm -hmm. and I don't know any better so i think that what takashi is saying is the shit and that's how you know I, that's how i feel about the world whatever but you have to think about like more about the the sink like chop it down into like little pieces what is he going to jail for the f he's going to jail his association his association and him dry snitching on wax for god knows how long okay. he did it to himself okay but he went no when he originally got locked up was for his association with a whole team of people that were doing fucked up shit correct now when you break that team down because that's what that's what the pro that's what the prosecution that breaks the team down and mm -hmm. it says this person had this much input this person had this mm -hmm. much input this person has this much input when you put him in the input equation of it all he was was a mouth he didn't have no physicality in it he didn't do anything he, he was definitely the mascot because absolutely. I feel that nobody would know shit about Treyway unless he was if he wasn't he on the one he made the Treyway name he wasn't that no, no, no. Treyway was around way before. But, fucking, the his, but that wasn't the name that he was. It, uh, yeah, he, he popularized it. And that's when they started putting, you know, the hip hop police. Like we he's discussed ja, last he's time. Ja Rule, what, what Ja Rule was for Murder Inc. is Takashi is for Treyway. Like when you talking about Supreme Team? And no, shit as like far that. as like, you wouldn't know, you wouldn't know Murder Inc. If or it wasn't better for yet, ja bring it back, even bring it back a little bit more sooner. And I guess it's more relevant. Schmurder. Schmurder's about to come out because if he wasn't running around promoting all the mm. gang affiliations and all the shit that he was doing, no, 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 you know no, 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 no. But he would not get the, he would not get the actual, attention from law enforcement. Murder had actual guns with him. That's the difference. When Takashi got arrested, there was no guns around him. There was no fucking, you know, those guns that were around Schmurder. Those guns had bodies on them and no, shit. I know that. So this is why he went because to jail. Because he was That's dry snitching about that dumb shit on his on wax but too. He wasn't dry snitching. He was telling his his life, like literal, mm -hmm. the truth about. It's like I, I cannot rap about anything, anything that I, I that yeah. what I've lived, as opposed to it's a catch twenty two. Exactly. So if is he snitching on himself? Maybe, but is that what got him notoriety? Absolutely. What else is he supposed to talk about? Now is it fucked? He up? could be like Rick Ross and fake it. <laughs> Exactly. And and look look how in love we were with Rick Ross. We That's fucking love that fat motherfucker. It, it could be like love, Officer. You could be like you could fake it like Officer Ricky. I mean, I, I don't. Hey, I used to be fat, but, but I love fat guys. But, I have but, dated. I mean, a lot. I mean, if you hear if you hear Rick Ross's uh, raps, mm -hmm. you could tell that he wasn't that 
God. No. When Rick Ross came out, let me tell you something. I was dating a person that was selling fucking bricks. I'm not going to lie yes, to you. Yes, but listen. Well, this is what I'm saying. This, this is what I'm saying. There's a way in your vernacular that lets people know who know whether you really was with it or you like just talking I about said. it. So wait, Rick Ross... You can tell by the way that he expressed his drug dealing persona that it was just a persona because he was talking about stuff that you hear on records all the time. Bricks. He wasn't specific. Like guys that really do it are specific with what they do. But he's not. But you can tell scene. by the way he raps that no, he was never Rick really Ross in it. When Rick Ross hit the scene, I was dating this guy that was. It's he's still very up there. Let's let's just bring it back into um, um word on the street. So I will make a point, but continue. Sorry. Um, ending word on the street. So Jade, his girlfriend, wrote letters. His what actually um, was a little impressive to me, which I think is pretty cool. The, his security guard, his personal security guard, wrote a letter to the judge stating that if there was leniency given to him, that he will take full responsibility for Takashi's well-being and um, good stature in public. So, that's so that's pretty dope from the security because being that the security was the closest person to him, I feel like that person really kind of yeah. got to know this they, kid because yeah, exactly. he's, a, he's kid. a kid right. he's a kid and you guys got to remember that when we're kids we're young dumb and we don't full know of calm. we don't we know, know shit yeah. I wish that I knew now what I what I thought I knew then and I tell you I would be in a totally different predicament than I am now but I tell you this if you take you know whether you take his side or you don't take his side or you think he's a snitch or you think whatever the hell you think um, at the end of the day ev- like I said everyone uh, makes a choice Every and and your choice is yours to keep and yours to bear and yours to deal with. So um He's I, gonna be fine. To, to to you know end it on a positive note, I wish nothing but the best because like I said, I have a kid, you know, I have kids. And God forbid, you know, my kid makes a mistake. I would I would absolutely be writing those letters to that judge asking for leniency because at the end of the day, my kid did not kill anybody. My kid did not hurt anybody physically. And there's no reason why my child should spend the rest of his life in jail over a bad decision that didn't physically harm anyone's, you know, actual life when he actually did get harmed in the process, which he absolutely did. So, uh, sh- you know, whatever outcome that ends up with, there's a lot of he's, lives at risk and there's a lot of lives. He's already, quote unquote, um, it's a cooperating. So, yeah. And there's a lot of that- People that have cooperated, like no, no, we get that. No, 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 it's, it's cool. So he's well, depending on how you define cool, but he's gonna come out. He's gonna have. He already has his label mm-hmm. or, or record deal set up. He's gonna be taken care of, I guess, when he comes out. The real question is how his safety is going to be. That's exactly what I always think where about. His safety is, like, is gonna where be are you at? safe? Or where is what? What is safety to you? Because like, how are you gonna be able to? He pretty much turned on a lot of people. And it might be difficult for him, but if he could weather that water, so be it. I only my only thing is considering you were a puppet for a, a, a crew that was trying to get shine. Yeah, you, you but the bull. But Tony, what was his name? Tony the bull. What is the name? The bull. Set, what's his name? The guy that snitched on all these Gotti? people. Uh, yeah. Oh, Sammy, Sammy the, the bull. bull. Sammy that, the bull. That is different. That is it, not. That is. I feel like listen, and this guy killed people because mafia. And people no, no, no. Forgave the, him. The only reason why who forgave him? People forgave. You know. You mean society? It's society. Society forgave, you know what I'm saying? They only forgave because and he put Gotti behind bars. That's was that But was Gotti a was a grace. god. Gotti was a god to these people. So I feel like I, will, I feel like this guy actually killed people and people got, you know, forgave I will say him. I will say this, and there's a lot of people that turned uh uh state's evidence against people and they did really fucked up shit in their lives. But you cannot equate mafia to what the fuck is going on in hip hop where you That's have a gang, gang. Affili- it's mafia is the same thing. What yeah. did he go to jail for racketeering mafia, that's what mafia, mafia goes for yeah mafia doesn't put their shit out on wax or in public for people this to like this is just new consumed. era shit that's though. what I'm saying this is no, new no, that's era what I'm shit now there's a cl- but you can't equate the two I absolutely I feel like yes absolutely it's just a time difference and the fact that there was no Instagram back then the people were waiting by their doorsteps to wait for the for the newspaper to come out for them to get a little glimpse people would go to the courthouses and wait outside to catch a glimpse of what was happening with Gotti. People had the way the way that Gotti was moving, if Instagram was popping out there, what? he would be the, he would be the one doing the selfies. However, that is not the code of 
Mafia. That is, a, but uh, even to this day, mafias, mafias and gangs are pretty much held through the same way. I mean, they're all gonna get do what they gotta do to get their way. And I feel like if if you're more, this is how they see it in the government, in 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 in, 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 in the, the cops or whatever you want to call it. If it's more than two people, it's already a group. Y'all already right. have a whole you know situation breakdown. So now you're talking about hundreds of people that are, you want to. They're all the same. It's I will put black. it like this. I'll just leave it at this. If this Takashi situation or Schmurter situation or anybody that wants to dry snitch on themselves on wax, if this was under the umbrella of mafia, they would not have a record out or nothing because they don't fuck with that shit. Your ass first would of be all, first of sleeping all, with the fish. I'm still trying to understand how lyrics can be used against you in the court of law. That's wrong. exactly it's yo, always that been is, the case. That, no, because white musicians talk about no, no, coke no, 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 and, no, no, and no, doing all no, kinds of incest and no one's no one they never get in trouble. Black artistry. That's what I'm saying. This is a new thing. Thing, and this is ridiculous. You, but, but isn't that free down, speech? Doesn't that fall under that free speech? That absolutely falls under free I speech. Had, but it's like telling you the association. So they're they're using it as whatever evidence they can get against you, they will. And 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 that sucks because it does cancel out the free speech. It's just the underlying current of racism. So that has a lot to do with it. I'll tell you this one quick story. I did an interview with Ja Rule in 05 or whatever, and this was like at the height or what do you? This was definitely at the height of the 50. Rule murder in G unit beef or whatever. So I did an interview and we were just talking about cars, but he said something in it that I published. And I swear to God, two weeks after the release of that issue, I got a subpoena from the NYPD and they gave, they, they gave me, they mailed me um, a copy of the issue that came out with the exact quote highlighted and within that there was a subpoena that's what they do that's hip hop police so there's definitely an undercurrent of racism that goes along with shit like how, that how are lawyers not fighting that that's what I want to know it, you, you can't I mean I mean this kind of sounds fucked up but you can't fight racism man you can't fight you can't fight On institutionalized the, the law you can cause the law and but, that's institutionalized the, as well the, yeah but the, the law that's why a lot of people get away with shit because exactly you have to follow the law otherwise you just be you know going but don't against get, but don't get it twisted. I agree with you with other white artists snitching on themselves about drug use all and all the that other stuff, which all is also illegal, but they don't get any of that bullshit. But yes, that is the underlying current that has to do with all of this shit, to be honest. And that's why you have a hip hop police. You don't have a rock police. I remember you don't have when a techno I wrote that police. Sin. What's his name? The older guy, the chubby guy, the hip hop uh, hip hop police guy. The oh, I know you're talking about I, I, big dude, thinning hair. Thinning I forgot hair, his name. I forgot he's his everywhere. Name. And he's just like he was the one that actually made that phrase. He coined the phrase "hip hop police." It was him because everybody kept coming to him because he was always around everything. He's, I swear, yeah, I he's his the name. main. He's like yeah, the main yeah, guy. Yeah. I remember that. I, you know what you were talking. About. So oh, to wrap up, word so, on the street. Word on the street. That's last it, one of the decade. What I would uh, last one of the decade. What I'm gonna <laughs> tell you guys is keep it safe, keep it straight. Uh, go to school, brush your teeth. <laughs> um, put a condom on Don't be having babies With strangers uh, Don't sell drugs Child support is real I mean bro. sell drugs But don't let people Find out about it Can and I be here Advocating for selling drugs Yes And um, you know Don't use guns man Put your fist up Okay Yeah shoot that? a fair one son Shoot the Shoot, shoot the, the fair one You should have seen V Put her knuckles yeah, up <laughs> Knuckle up <laughs> Listen my, my knuckles are real dangerous With these tattoos You hear me This is a commission show Update Takashi 69 just received two years for racketeering, but he's already served time, got 13 months down, so it looks like he might only serve 11 months, which means he'll be back on the street by next December. That was a commission show update. So this uh, episode 13 is about the decade wrap up. We're going to go into some of the things from the earlier 2010 up, decade all the way up, up to now. And it's been a lot, man. Um, what I want to do now is kind of like, I want you guys to summarize your life in the last decade. Oh, that's going to be fun. From how you how you started the decade and your progression till now. Please, a minute or so if you can. <laughs> Cuz it's a lot. Let no, I, we always start with the ladies. Oh. So, you said it's v, fun. I just don't want to bring anybody 2010 down. <laughs> up on 2019, heading into 2020. Right. How has your life you. started and how is it now? Tell us how you progress. I'm going to hit you like an accident when all, your whole life flashes in front of you. So 2010, you know, Young V was out here, you know, stripping and cripping. You know what I'm saying? Hey, Stri- party you know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 
you know, <laughs> the, the real Charlemagne used to put it down at Sin City. You know what I'm saying? Black and yellow, black and yellow. That's what they used to call me out here. You know, uh, her name was Royce. <laughs> All right, and uh, yeah, so I was out here stripping, uh, you know, the, getting it how I could so I could survive. And then a couple of years later, I decided to put myself through school. I was like, you know what? Um, I like bar, you know, waitressing and stripping and and, and being a part of the public of uh, not the public eye but the nightlife which was every all that i knew mm-hmm. for the previous five years i just i couldn't do it anymore i was like there's people next there's people stripping that are grandmas like fuck being <laughs> a mom bitch you a, gr- a whole like 50s, grandma wait they, fuck that. they just they're skipped just, over being an auntie <laughs> no they're like grandmas they're like you know the people had kids early and shit like that and their kids had ki- fucking bernice burgos is a grandmother come on now oh, so yeah, she's yeah. she's That's my true. time she's yeah. like She's my time, honey. She's only th- no. She's not a stripper. I'm just saying she's part of the she's nightlife. She's a bartender. She's a, she was a bartender. So um yeah, and so I decided to put myself through school. Um after I graduated school, I uh, you know had a little thing called the uh, the beauty bar from VH1. Shout out to my VH1 family. Hey. hey. Um and I discovered what it was. It's crazy. You go from watching TV to like being on TV and on like one of the biggest channels and it's like it's really like it's that's why surreal. that's why you know I, I, I watch a lot of VH1 Bravo and I yeah we tweet, know that and I was tweeting and I remember when you we was know. on I used to tweet about you a lot and I'm I'm sorry if I didn't you know hit you on Twitter but no but I, I didn't I didn't I didn't yeah. wait I don't I don't do the Twitter I don't really know how to do it I'm not a great at it I'm you know really really nigga so I I did the the show and and that was a very humbling experience but you were the one that I take from like when i remember that show i'm like yeah, i remember v like i yeah. remember v you and the other one talia uh, yeah talia. okay yeah so i went from being in school and you know doing my thing and then going to doing a reality tv show um actually i lost one of the most important people in my life so i can't um go on without saying that that's my grandma she raised me and uh, shout out to you mommy nina love her um yeah and that was a it was a hard time for me it was like graduating school and then losing my grandmother and then getting the show you know what actually happened was very opposite what i thought was gonna happen i thought i was gonna be on the show and be like so happy that i was popular totally not uh got on the show got anxiety about being popular and absolutely like retrieved to like a hole in the wall like i didn't want to be outside at all i wanted nothing to do with the public and stuff like that even now when people like tell me like oh your face looks familiar like i know because i used to be bald and you know now i have grown my hair out and stuff so people are like, oh, I think your face, uh, yeah, th- you were on that show, right? I'm like, yeah, people always tell me I look like her. Oh, you just, uh, you just yeah, avoid it. Yeah, I avoid it. It's kind of weird. It's like a weird well, embrace thing. Embrace it. That's part of your... But I embrace the fact that I am, I'm, I'm open to doing... T- you know television again i'm open to doing reality tv shows i just i think that my experience personally with the whole situation wasn't great um but you know i i I appreciate it for what it was and i i thank god that i had it because not everybody gets you know i got to put you know my little grain of salt out there in the world you still talk to from that show I we I speak to everyone. I mean, it's not like we're all close and buddy buddy and all of that, but you know, we we experienced a very big Show you know love. you know yeah exactly absolutely. Okay. So um, fast forward to today, I am a full grown thirty one year old single woman of mother of two, with uh, you know multiple endeavors on my plate. I'm got trying to be an entrepreneur. So what is your Jackson. outlook for 2020? My outlook or, or, for 2020. Or even the next decade. Just uh I feel like yeah, 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 the next decade is a lot. I'm gonna let I'm gonna give it to you short and sweet. I am looking at life day by day because I feel like sometimes you need to do that. Because when you make big plans, maybe they never have they don't happen and then you get disappointed in yourself. And instead of taking the small wins as like triumphs, you you just settle and you're like oh whatever it could have been better no like hey. i'm um i'm 31 now so i hey, hey. <laughs> i'm in my what was it you called it sean 30 th- what was it th- uh, thrifty 30s or something like that you, you, said, you, called 30, it? you said 31 31 yeah I'm i did not say dirty no yes, that's he, what you that's, heard you interpreted that was that was that was my right, list well, kicking in. yeah well you but know. still so, take it around with it 31 <laughs> hashtag that <laughs> 30, 30. 31 the first one is for free growth <laughs> growth so 
So uh, I'm looking forward to like opening up my business. Uh, there's a, a few plans, uh, you know, on the. Yeah, V was telling me she got. Yeah, some plans, I got man. some got plans. plans. I got some plans. I got some hey. plans. So that's how you want to start 2020 yes, and I wanna, hope the next decade. I just hope the next decade brings my, you know, my children all of the uh, education and well-being because we all know that the social and. Uh, uh, I don't know what kind of climate we are in in our, you it's know. It's a crazy one. It's a crazy, crazy climate we're in. And I'm, you know, I'm raising biracial children. So it's very hard for me. You got this, though. Yeah, it's kind of hard, though. You know what I'm saying? You got to admit when shit is hard. You got to admit it. And <laughs> yeah, but re- yeah, listen, but. they're biracial, but they're growing up. They're v. growing up in the hood. They're growing up right, V. Nigga. Right, so that's yeah, all that he, matters. He's still a light skinned man not, who is listen. also, you know, half Hispanic. You Remember, know, it's black always, it's always, right. it's always, right. it's always nurture over nature. Every yeah, time. That's true. Every time. That's true. That's true. And it's your community. That's what you came up. That's how you, you, you could take the whitest person and put them in the hood for 20 years. And when you take them back, you're going to be a hood ass white, white person. person. Absolutely. That's what it is. So, you know, just looking forward, I just want to be the best mother I can to my kids and be the entrepreneur that I know that I can be. And uh, I would just want to be a beep, 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 beep. Wanna get these millions and maybe get my titties done. I feel like I want You got nice titties Are you though. Me? I want some titties, man. I feel like listen, let me tell you now something. She got me looking at her chest. Man. <laughs> Don't act like Like you were always you doing have. that stuff. So huh? I just oh, feel like I'd be covering I have... her shit. You saw I saw I posted on yeah, IG I had to cover that po- shit. Why'd you cover nah, son. it was a whole nipple out there? Mm-mm. No? There was nothing really out. Nigga. You just not gonna see my sister's titties. That's oh, all. Okay. I just I was looking no one's at gonna I was see like, my sister's titties. Damn, he really doesn't let me show my shit. Like <laughs> I was really, like nigga. It's not happening. You it's know, not happening. I just feel like I need I have like mom tits and just I'm just gonna put this I, I oh, breastfed twice. I get it, yeah. So They're she's sagging. Droop- no, I'm she's sagging, she drooping. Let me tell you something. I'm it ain't National Geographic, not, but I, still, I get I'm it. Get, Do not don't I'm you dare. Don't you don't you put no they're like up here. I have no brawn and they are sitting pretty. Don't Can play with stop? me, Sean. Look at them. Look at them. Oh they are sitting pretty. I'm not looking at them. Your fucking followers on your damn Facebook live is looking at them. Like 21, 31. 21, 31. I'm just saying. Listen, listen. Little secret, little secret that's happened within the last 10 years. There's actually, you know, for all these plastic surgery girls that are out there, there's a man's plastic surgery and guys could get like penis enhancements now and all that shit. I'll go into that. but Development, 10 years. Wait, you're going to go into that for your 10-year wrap-up? No. I don't think he needs help. Have you seen his hands? He has like big hands. Okay, so, Sean. Nah, you go first. Wait, wait, V. Go next. V, I want to just tell you that I wish you the greatest karma in the world Woo. the next 10 years you're gonna be living your 30s like a motherfucking G am I you, you got to thanks what, what, else, what other choice we got I wanna roll up in a G wagon okay I can take it like I can take it and them G wagons suck I don't care but it's nice and I oh, want here it goes Sean. Sean here goes Sean anti, anti. okay Sean Nah, you go. Tell me, no, no, you got, you gotta go. You gotta nah. go. He gotta close it out. Come on, you yeah, gotta. Why go. you gotta close it out? He's the closer. I, I didn't say like, that. He ain't Mariano. I think I don't know who Mariano <laughs> is, but I think he is the closer. Wow, you're Latina. You don't know who Mariano Rivera is? Who is that? From the Yankees. Oh lord, God. So listen, I, Sean, I, I met Sean in J-Lo. 2011. I want to say at the Intrepid, we had a big Hennessy event, and he at was the with boat? King. Yeah, at the boat. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was a huge Hennessy event. Was that uh, like Cassidy's birthday? Cassidy's, yeah, Cassidy's birthday. Got you. And I met him. The rapper? And, I, and I knew who he was no, no, beforehand. No, no. And, I, and I remember going up to him like, yo, and we started pollying, and he gave me his card. I still have that card, that King Magazine, Sean Malcolm. Wow, <laughs> Sean Malcolm. Yeah, because, you know, it, in the beginning, when you start off blogging and writing, like, you just, you keep everything because you just never know. And, you know, look where we at now. Hello. See what I'm saying? Hello. So, Sean, now. 2009, Mr. Malcolm. Now. 2019, Mr. Malcolm. Uh, tell us the progression from start to finish. The good, the bad, and, and the, the and, and the fail. Well, I'll just say this. <laughs> um, I started out the decade um, with so much hope and promise because I ended up achieving a goal that I set for myself at 22, 23, mm. which was when I was an intern at King Magazine and like within the week or so just being there, I said, like, I'm going to run this magazine one day. In 2009 into 2010, I was running the magazine. 29 years old, running a nationally published, shit, actually internationally Mm -hmm. published magazine with my name on top of the masthead. And I achieved that. And it definitely was a culmination of a lot of work 
to be honest, a lot of work, a lot of doubt. And I was very proud of that. And I tried to make that work as much as possible. Actually, you know, I'll take that back. I got to choose my words. I didn't try. I did make it. I made it work as much as possible within what I was dealing with in terms of like politics and shit like the that. The parameters you were given. Yeah, yeah. So like, you know, I came I came in like gang best busters like Trina, uh uh Mashonda, uh Amber Rose, Nicki Minaj before anybody saw her in that light, in the sexy light. Cause at mm. the time she was like very Did she ever asked then? Yeah. Okay. At the time she was very loud with her colors and stuff like that. And when we were shooting, I was like, nah, I want to show the beauty of you. Like, you know, simple, not not so animated. And I felt it was executed properly. But, you know, it ended that that run ended from 2009, 2010 up until top of 2014. And you know things. It's a kinda, good four years. It was a good. It was a good run. But in the midst of that, I was going like personally. I was going through a lot of shit. My mother passed away in 2010. Mm. Yeah. So that I held on to that. I mean, I still hold on to it now. But I kind of mask my grief through my work. So mm-hmm. I put in a lot trying to make this magazine or this brand afloat, and I wasn't really getting the 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 desired results that I wanted. But I still made it work for what it, again within the parameters that was given to me mm-hmm. I, I I just you know I was dealt the hands and I made it work and cheers to that right so that was dope um, for those who know me personally they know how I kicked off my 30th it was like an awesome party to to this day that people still kind of replicate not saying they replicated from me but I was ahead of them I did a 30s party in the city like I had like everybody dressed up like it was 1930s I had a casino so you was doing the, the, the I was I was doing the you know, Great Gatsby I was doing before Great it was Gatsby before it became a thing like I definitely was doing it RIP to the Honey Lounge on 14th Street cause we definitely we definitely made a movie that night so I mean I say all that to say I'm kind of jumping from spot to spot but the beginning of the decade started out with promise I caught a a massive hit when my mother passed and I'll say this I don't wish that on anybody not even on my worst enemy Mm -mm. like being like listening literally listening to your parents last breath Mm. while holding their hand while it Mm -hmm. goes from room temperature to cold I don't wish that on nobody mm, and it Jesus. still it still affects me to this day but Jesus therapy and you know close friends has kind of like kept me through that but after King Folded and everything else you know professionally things were kind of like rough but you know that's why I didn't want to that's why I didn't want to like really bring this up I keep this shit to myself as much as I can this could be uh, like yeah, this could grandma? be like therapy though I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm back in therapy now. And somebody's so probably listening helping. to this and saying, "Damn, like he was open. Yeah. Know, this might help me too." Nah, I mean, I get that. You know, I definitely have a story to tell, but everybody's story is um, individual to them. But I mean, I won't say that. This... Wait, 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 come on now. You work with MTV, TRL. Come on, you're missing a lot of. This is like gaps here, baby. Yeah, come mean, on now. But those are gaps. I mean, those are those are moments that happened recently. When I say recently, within the last two or so years, right? But, but that's yeah, part that's of that's part of, that's part of the decade. decade. Between two, true, but 2014 up until 2017, those were very tumultuous it was years murky, for me. It was murky, okay. It was damn murky. It was dark. <laughs> it was extreme, extremely dark, and you know we just within we, that we discussed time, it. We discussed yeah, it within when, that time. That's when you put out your Instagram post and you was like peace. Yeah, so like yeah, the same thing that we spoke about when uh when Julius was here, we were talking about depression and stuff like that. Yeah, during that three year span, like that was a rough rough ass water to the point where like I was ready to go. So now let me ask you something, because we know a lot of similar folk right in the in the industry of journalism and you know blogging, mm-hmm. and a lot of them were able to kind of like piggyback off each other like one would leave this magazine and go to that magazine and then they're going and you you see it all the time people hopping right. you know a lot of the same people right so when you left king why weren't those opportunities afforded to you you gotta ask them that that i don't know hmm. i still ask that i mean actually i'm letting go of that question because i've asked it throughout that time but you gotta ask them mm. 
you know, with the resume that I have, you would you would think on paper, like we're talking about perception and shit. You would think on paper, like yeah, yeah, yeah. this motherfucker ain't gonna be out of work for long. Nah. So how, when did you start DJing? Were you DJing within this decade or before? Oh no, I was DJing when I was still at King. I was DJing when I was in. So it was in this decade. This is when you started? No, no, no. I started in the previous decade. Ah. When I was interning at King, I was interning. No, when I was interning at King, that's when I started DJing. So, mm. and I did all that other stuff. But the politics and bullshit, I wasn't really too keen on. So I would, I wouldn't be doing it consistently because I've been blocked before by certain people that are big names and blocked. Yeah, blocked. Blocked. What, what do you, you mean? What, like, how you get blocked? What you gotta do to get blocked? Like, like who's blocked? No, he was DJing, so people are, t- are stopping no, his no, opportunities. No. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, I, I'll just say this one situation that still stands out to this day to me. Um, a popular New York DJ. He was asked by a friend of mine at the time, like, "Yo, why don't you have him be a part of your your DJ crew?" And and being this DJ. We're cool with each other. We're good with each other. I've worked with him before. I've opened for him before, whatever. And the answer that he gave my friend was simply this. Sean is cool, but he's not a yes man. So nah. That's all I needed to hear. And to be honest, that translated also in the writing and the journalism as well. I'm not a yes man, quote unquote. I don't kowtow. I have my own opinion. I have an independent thought, yada, yada, yada. So me being a part of... Me being a part of somebody else's establishment to make them shits greater, it don't work because I realized over the 10 years that insecurity is a motherfucker, boy, because mm. it definitely prevents it. Definitely. You definitely have people who are insecure in this business to this day that will never have somebody that is of equal footing as them to like they either to want up. you under them exactly. or finish Yo, completely so I'm gonna exactly. tell you, so I'm gonna tell you like, something it's, 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 it's literally a simple nigga don't fly higher than me I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna tell been, you something just like I've been and blocked shout out to Mike he's on he's on the live we saw your shit Mike we saw your shit <laughs> it fucking hit the shade room we saw your shit Killer. where were all the antics so listen but I, just, I wait, wanna, but just but just like just like just like I was blocked on the DJ inside, I've been blocked from opportunities on the right inside uh, as well. Because at one point I felt like, okay, then there has to be something wrong with me. But then I realized I I, I switched my my mental and be like, nah, it's something wrong with them. They just know that I'm better than them, and they just are scared that I'm gonna overshadow them. And that's that. Right. And, and I'm going to tell you something I never told you before. So um, we would, I, I forgot who I was talking to, but we know this person. I just can't remember. I can't put the face in my brain right now. Because mm-hmm. the, the person's not important is the message. That's so right. we were talking. And, 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 Touché. He, Touché. and I think I think he's a DJ because I feel like I remember that you were DJing with him. I can't remember. Uh, I'm sorry that I can't remember. But the point is, is that we were talking about just you as a DJ. And there was they were kind of making it seem like, yeah, I... Like, it wasn't like, and I apologize for this, but I took that as word because, like, this person is DJing with you and he's saying, you all right, all right, so I guess Sean is all right. I guess all right. But then... That's when how, me that's and how v, shit. That's how shit goes through. When me and V went to see you in Brooklyn, had the time of my life. Had you the killed time that shit. Of my fucking you killed life. that shit. Like you really you. understand. You really understand music. Yes. And you killed and that bro, shit. And V, and V was like, "Oh, we in Brooklyn." Yeah, like and, she was hating. I know she was hating. No, no, I'm gonna tell. Nah, Yo, up, I you know like uptown people. But I was, Brooklyn people, I, yes. and when they come uptown, they feel the same way. I know. Okay. So scared. I was scared. No, we was okay. First of all, we wasn't scared. We just was like, "Fuck it, we in way Brooklyn." Like we in Brooklyn. Wait, you are wait, six four talking out. for your fucking self. And I am fine. But you three. with me though. You're, I don't wait, care. But also, time out. You're in Prospect Heights. Calm down. I listen. I don't. You know, don't know about it, but I'm just saying. Anybody, we anybody, saw bad brownstones on the way to this crazy. Anybody that's anybody gonna show me that. That's why I don't like Brooklyn people. Wait, wait, I just say that anybody that's that's listening that's from Brooklyn. It was a house party in the summertime. In Prospect Heights. She was jamming. She was cool. I was trying to break now, down. Now, if I was in Brownsville, that's different. Can I explain to you my situation? Please yes, ma'am. And thank you. Yes, ma'am. Remember, so, this is his 10-year Okay, this is your 10-year no, break. I'm just hey, going to say. But y'all are part of it. Continue. Yeah, let me just say my little thing real quick about Brooklyn. Once I pass Queens, I'm scared. Absolutely <laughs> right away. I just had, I've had very weird situations in Brooklyn. I don't know why. That's just my, my self-experience. So what I was scared about was not the area that I was in, because I honestly didn't know where I was at. I was just scared because I was in Brooklyn, because I had never, I don't ever have 
have great experiences, which actually was changed uh, because of my experience with him, like at his show and his music, like literally seeing how the it was like I, I gotta I gotta set this up for you guys. It's like a house party outside porch vibe, but it's packed to the motherfucking brim, and I could smell barbecue in my nose, but I can't fucking get to it because yeah. it's on the other side and it's an ocean of people. She but this jamming. man had this ocean moving at the same time, and it was waves, and it was just like vibes and vibrant situations, and I literally came out of that, and I was just like totally different perspective on Brooklyn and totally like a shocker that the person I work with who I you know was getting to know at the time I really didn't know you that much mm -hmm. like I got that you know you told me a story through your music you understand what I'm saying this man didn't have an ounce of drug in him and I promise you that if I was selling e-pills he's the one I would go to I'd be like oh no this nigga's on an e-pill I got it and he was sweating sweating his whole body but he wasn't the only he gotta one wear sweating. a hat and fucking August. he wasn't the only one sweating <laughs> everyone was sweating because everybody was moving and dancing so I say that to say this Pe you know, people, perceptions are everything, but if you don't experience it, you got them. So shut the fuck up. Word. You know, go and experience it. Go Word. go and live in it. And if you feel that you're that much better, prove that shit. And next Thank time you. you see anything with Shawn Malcolm and music on the flyer, go to that shit. Well, go there's a and couple experience it. Feel the wave, yeah, that man. Shit, you know, that shit, feel jamming. the wave. But, Yo, but first, well, first, first and foremost, shout outs to BK Bullies. They're the ones that provided BK that, Bullies, that, that atmosphere and definitely will be there next year. But again, like uh, going off of what you experienced, I mean, yeah. It well, why is that? Like, I, mean, I, I get what you're saying. People are are insecure. Niggas, that, niggas I've, are insecure. I've never just, that's just weird. No, to no, me, I realize it's not weird to me. I know it's not Go weird. Ahead. I realize this whole, again, again. During my dark storm, I tried to rationalize why X, Y, and Z, and I came up to the realization: like when you have motherfuckers that are on the fringe of this table, they are trying to hold on to this table as much as they can so they can get back to the scraps, mm. and they're down to get the crumbs. Mm. You know what I mean? They might not be close to the main course, but if they get crumbs, that's all they're gonna have. Mm. And if anybody is starting to get closer to the main course, oh no, it's it's, it's similar to crabs in a barrel. Yeah. So. I mean, and and again, I take this with with my experiences, not only with the DJing, but also with the writing, because I've had a lot of blocking that's been going on over that's the past. Wild, yo. It is wild, I, but I feel, I it, it happens. I feel him. It, it's it's wild. So, and then you go through when you, when these things happen, you start going through these uh, wave of emotions, questioning yourself, questioning yourself. You start questioning. You know, when you start questioning yourself, that's when you're already done. Yeah. Like you question, like, oh well, it's the climate. You know, with the recession earlier in 2010s. Yeah, you know, people were still fucked up. Whatever. I, right, you know, I get it. Then it's like you start being bitter. Like, oh well, then fuck you. You you know better. Whatever. Like, I don't know. Why are you gonna hire this rando fanboy over me? Fuck you. And then you start questioning yourself. Like, well, maybe I'm not as dope as I thought I was. Mm. Maybe my talent isn't what I thought it was the previous decade. So there was a lot of self-doubt that I had and, and whatnot. So And life isn't fucking just great all the time. Nah, it's, it's fucking peaks that. and valleys. Of course. And and the word I you know, there's a line in the uh movie uh uh The Devil Wears Prada that the guy tells the girl she everybody loves this job. everybody I, would kill for this no job. no no I like when he tells I love her the devil's word no, by, I, that, that movie teaches you lessons it upon does. lessons yes, I look right, so no, first let me say uh, real quick let me say the line let me say the line let me say the line do not judge me when I watch Bravo and VH1 cause you are devil wears Prada ass nigga devil wears Prada listen devil wears Prada but you get something from it you get so many things you watch every time you watch something so he tells so the guy who's kind of like you know guiding the shorty through life or whatever the dude with the glasses do with the glasses yeah. he tells the shorty he's like tell me how fucked up your personal life is and, and you're and ready you're, for a promotion and, and you're ready for a promotion because when your life is at its worst which I totally understand because his mom um, I, you know R.I.P. to her she passed and the same thing happened to me when my when my shit was shooting up with the show happening my grandmother passed and that was the woman that raised me so here That's I so am crazy. Here I am trying to. 
Yeah, and do all this shit, entertain, and really, I just well, wanna do shit go home and, and knock myself to sleep and smoke till my fucking eye rolls yeah. rack to the back of my. And then life does this funny shit where it's like, oh, now your career's on fire and your personal life is even worse. Figure it out, nigga. And that's what life did to you. Life showed you that you either gonna fold or you're gonna keep going. Right. And you fucking kept going. But it was more going. so like my professional life is here and my. And that's what I'm saying. That no, no. life does that to Both you. Both of them were, we're low in the, at the shit. Same that's time. when exactly. Yeah. That's when I'm, I was there. Any lower than that? I, no, no, honey. Oh, no. You know how low it feels low. to be fighting for your to keep like I was. I, I fought to keep my son. You know, for my baby. Like you know, he took oh, me to word. court. Whatever. I'm stripping from fucking eight o'clock at night till four in the morning to go to court in Jersey the next day to say how great of a mom I am and right. how I whoa, deserve whoa, whoa, to. Whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, you stripping got nothing to do with you being a mom. Let no, me, no, but it's no, the perception. But it's the perception. I get it. I get it. Like but, he's but showing that. Like, how is she gonna like, be a she, good mom yeah, when she's she fucking show, working all night and dancing and being naked? If men work, up, if if men she, work no, overnight no, all the time, that's fine. But, but if she showed up at a court with glitter on her face, which I absolutely did, there were times where my eyelash was like stuck to my brow and I was just like go because I had to be there at a certain time in fucking Jersey whole nother thing which is neither here nor there I'm not trying to cut off your story but I I absolutely understand where he's coming so what I want to do is Sean um Yours is next. No, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even done yet. Go ahead. No, no, that's what I'm saying. So, Sean. It's been a long 10 years. What I want you to do is give us a screenshot of how it how it ends. Yes. Your decade. How it ends. Oh. I was like, what? how what ends? <laughs> Your life. You're about to die. <laughs> no, you say, Damn, bro. How the, how the decade kind of like smooth. Did it smooth out for you? Was it still no, rocky? Think, Are you no, still no, figuring no, no, it out? Like, I, I've, I've definitely had a man. I, I definitely got a handle on things. Um, I've cut off not cut off I've I've let go of I've let go of expectation and that's mm. the thing and I think that's a lot of that's that, that had a that that drove a lot of this decade for me because of expectation because of like you, what you said I know X Y and Z yada 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 <laughs> damn now I know how it feels um, random. like no that was random though but no I, I you know I know X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, blah. All yeah. these people that I know, you would expect that I That's wouldn't have. That's the whole have... point why we do this. Exactly. Right. But I'm here to, I'm living proof to tell you, and I'm saying this on this microphone, that is not the fucking case. Damn. If there's anything you learn during your trials and tribulations, especially your 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 deep, deep valleys, who yeah. your real peoples are. Hmm. And I definitely realized how you know, I definitely know who my peoples are because my circle is as small as a period. Is there anyone that we that we know that you would love to shoot the fair one with just because they full of shit? Ooh. Ooh. I got, I definitely that's not a ooh moment. Oh. What the that that I'm that's what, that, was no, that, was, that was not a ooh moment. <laughs> but you talking about like take it to the hands? Yeah. Like, oh, dude. You, I, I know you was hating you fucking uh, asshole. It's probably like my friend. It's probably yeah. like I'm not gonna name names, but I would just say three of them. I, would, I definitely want to stop just, right like, there. Just you need fuck to relax. Them up. That one was good. Here no, we well, go. No, well, that one was for, good. He gave me. F- up for that one. The context is. Let me hit the button. The context <laughs> is that Ty let us run loose in the studio, and he gave us access to all these damn Yo. drops. And they never let me hit no button, so I'm trying to figure because it out. Because you're throwing bombs when so you're trying to be serious. So the first part of because I thought that was serious. The first part of this <laughs> episode. <laughs> The first part of this episode, I was manning the boards and I was going ham because you know it just made sense. But now, it now that I'm tell- now that me. I'm telling this my story, my decade, <laughs> V got the boards yeah. and now she's wilding out. So I that is the context. He was like trying to he was now, like, like saying some cool so, shit. So I was so, like, yeah. Wait, we gotta we gotta give proper I, context because I, I, V has been smoking a spliff and don't do that. Don't do that. That don't mean I, anything. I just, yeah, I you, when you high, you see things differently. Shit. Oh, goes in your brain differently. Stop, stop she, this shit. What the fuck is that? Exactly. That's good. I thought I feel like that. Like what the fuck is that? I will like, say this. But no, no, I'll get back to I'm look. Less there's the only three people that I want no, actually no, I'll tell you. You want back. to shoot the fair one with? Just two. Nah, two people two. Just two. Just two people I want to shoot the fair one with. Do I know them? Are you gonna say their name? No, I'm not gonna say their names. Are they from Brooklyn? Mm, Are they from New York? N- 
Of course. Okay. No, don't say of course because we know a okay, lot of people. Okay, fair enough. All right, fair. No, they're okay. not from, I mean, they're, 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 they're definitely they're from, from New York. York. Yeah, okay. yeah. But, but I will say this. Mm-hmm. As just getting back to, <laughs> getting back to the, <laughs> the point. I told you I didn't want to do this second because I knew my shit was going to be long. Okay. We don't mind. Pause. Well, yeah, pause. Um, <laughs> no pause. I can't. I can't. <laughs> But I will say that no, no, no like <laughs> take the board from vape. No, I learned, I learned, I learned to yeah. let go of expectations and just focus on. I guess I just gotta like I'm getting to the point right now, and it took a while because I was I was using my relationships with other people as a crutch, unfortunately. Mm, mm. That and. You know, we all do when we're in this biz because yeah. we, you know, it's all about it's who you know. It's yeah, all about yeah, yeah. who you know. But nah, I used that as a crutch thinking that it was going to be my lifeline and it wasn't. So I'm getting back to who I was bef- pre-king of that young, impressionable kid who would go on the train from Brooklyn to Hunts Point. Shout out to Southern Boulevard all day and, and, and have dreams when I was working in the fucking library reading up on these different authors and magazines and stuff like that wanting to tell my story and you know be a dope writer and you know that hunger and ambition propelled me to king and power 105 and all the other stuff that i was doing in the dj and stuff like that tro that came later but vice i have to that came later i'm gonna get to that but <laughs> that's, just that's pointing things out here but i'm just because i'm waiting for him to get to it all right fine fine so but that but that's where Cause i don't want to keep harboring no, on the negative no, no, you've no, done no. some dope I'm shit listening. i want people I'm, to know I, the dope I shit you. i hear you and that's okay. why i'm tapping into that to that energy and that what brought around trl writing for trl regardless of how you call it whatever you thought it was whatever i was writing for that bitch um vice uh, Viceland. You did some reality shows, didn't you? I did a couple of sizzles. I wrote a couple of sizzles for. He VH1. was on um, Basketball Wives too. I was I was on Basketball Wives. You doing some shit for King Magazine? Uh, this was in the early 2000s. I was so happy when I saw him. I was like, okay. Yeah, even though the, even though yeah. the way that it was cut up, it made me look crazy. But it, it is, is what it is. is. Yeah. You know, but you know, no publicity is good publicity. But it was it was a definitely it was definitely a topsy turvy uh, uh, decade, and it's. Ending off pretty well. The DJing is popping up more and more. Again, anybody that's listening to this, I'm doing Kwanzaa Crawl in Brooklyn. I'm definitely going to be a part of that Crown Heights leg. Thank you. I was waiting for that. Thanks, V. Um, You know, I got that. I got a dope-ass New Year's Eve party kicking in um, in the city. So that's going to be dope. Black Tie Affair. There you go. Um, So I'm getting back into my, I'm getting back into my my flow because sometimes I have to remind myself who the fuck I am. So is the DJ going to be like, all right, moving into the next decade, 2020? No, no, no. It's part of the package. So, Sean, as an almost 40-year-old man. Yes, I am 39. I will be 40 next year. You, I'm going to assume that your 40s you have it like all right what are the three tiers of sean malcolm career-wise writer or do you have a tier writer not, they're all in the same boat to me i don't have tiers i do everything i put it every, and you and they I put the equal same, to you i put the same energy into everything because it all equals me okay it all it all makes so writing me. djing and podcasting podcast and that's why i thank you yes we thank you i thank for you that. because because all the djing that i was doing at the time even during my dark times i would you know cisco would still hit me up from time to time when he was doing commission show at PNC Radio, shout out to A King. Um, yeah, word. And you're like, yo, just Dumbo. you know, you know, in Dumbo, Brooklyn, b- before nice. it turned into what the fuck it is right now. Yeah. And he was like, yo, I want you to, you know, fill in for DJ Zeke. Shout out to Zeke, and you know, Zeke would let me come through and bless it. And when that shut down at PNC, I know Cisco was always trying to bring this back somehow, some way. And he reached out to me. I don't know if I was one of the first people that you reached out, but I was definitely one of the people that you reached out to. And like, yo, we want to do this. And I'm like, yeah, I'm with it. I'm just here to talk my shit. So that adds that adds to how the year slash decade has been happening. So I thank you for that, my man. And I thank V. So Sean for this because when from I one first, to ten, because when I first met V, I uh-huh. was like, wow, she's crazy. Let's do it. She's Let's sexy. make it work. Let's it sounds it. like she's sexy, though. Whatever you want to do, I'm with it. No? No. Okay, It's okay. We no. didn't know her. It's fine. But well, you knew her. Now they won't ever No, I didn't know. I, I reached out to V on some yeah, he just random shit. Like, some re- he was hey, like, girl. Hey, 
hey, um, I want to do this podcast, so what's up? <laughs> Deadass. Deadass. So, all right, V and Sean, now I'm going to get into me. Um, rank your, your, your decade from 1 to 10, 10 being the best, 1 being the worst. I'll go with, I'll start with V, 10 being the best, 1 being the worst. Oh, it's a motherfucking 10. I ain't stripping and fucking selling bottles. So, overall, your decade was a 10. Fuck yeah, look at how good I look. The fuck is you talking? And I'm a vegetarian. Yes. Okay. It was great. Right, give me back the boys. <laughs> give me back Wait, this. let give me, me hit one more. G- That's just for me. <laughs> okay. Sean, one to ten, ten being the best, one being the worst. How do you rank your decade? Yeah. Anyway. Um, <laughs> That's his favorite. That is really my favorite one. Um I, I would just have to say five. Five. Okay. Just, even Steven. Just even. I can dig it. I can yeah. dig it. So you talking all this hot shit. What about your decade? What about you? Cause some people Listen. just had a bye-bye. Right, so oh, yes. We went from being a one dad a one kid daddy to a two kid daddy so, so I was thinking about this. Uh, he when was, I was shooting home. up the club. Yeah. And um He said yeah. <laughs> and I was thinking about like this decade made me a man, made me a father made me like, passionate and focused on what I want to do. You know, I started the year, I was fired from my, my job on Fifth Avenue. Um, and I was what, was, def- what was the job? What was the job? I was in uh, operations uh, in Birdolph Goodman. Okay. And I was fired for stealing time. What? What? So you still not time. property, but time. So like they, so they gave not you the, good. They le- they let time. you dictate your time. How when you clock in and when you clock out, like you you put that in the system yourself. Like mm-hmm. there's not another person that does that. He was doing some Dominican <clears throat> shit. So I'm, I'm I'm a late bird. That's just who I am, right? So I would go in at say let's say my my uh, my shift was from eight to five. I would go in at eight twenty, mm-hmm. but then I would put that. You was there I at eight. Was at eight. <laughs> so, but I would leave at five twenty and when then clock out at five twenty. Okay, right. So I Sound thought like I thought I was doing the right thing, but they had some Spaniard, light skinned dude monitoring the shit. Spaniard? And he was trying to get rid of all of us, so mm. they got rid really of me. Nigga. But the funny thing is, the guys that was hating on me eventually within the next three years all got fired. Mm. So, so it was just time for you to go. So after that, I you know just started writing, and then I started writing about music because I went to. SUNY Purchase out to SUNY Purchase I went to SUNY Purchase for, for production I wanted to be the next Pharrell so I, I covered music and then I started because I was at Birdorf I used to be you know uh, I used to be exposed to all this fashion luxury mm-hmm. fashion and I used to go to fashion shows at Bryant Park mm-hmm. so I used to do that so I said I'm gonna I'm do that and I started writing about that and that's how I met you know people like Sean people like Bonsu people like Nomad my man Low Key like that's how I met everybody in the in the business and I started doing music and thing but then music became saturated as fuck and I who what I look like chasing after rappers and shit but I tell you this though the my first first interview ever in when I was I was it was Amber Rose CeeLo Green and J. Cole mm. all wow. in one night that you was the first master. assignment boom that, Wait, that was on my own who? no it was on my own oh so shout to Team Epiphany because Team Epiphany uh, always it. looked out they had this big Heineken event down in South Street Seaport and it was J. Cole. That's when J. Cole had, yeah. I think, Friday Night Lights. Yep. So I interviewed him then. Uh, and and CeeLo Green just had, uh, it was it, he was Nars Barkley at the time. So he was doing that. And then Amber Rose just broke up with Kanye. Ooh, so. and perfect that's when, timing. And that's when I interviewed her. Like, that's, yeah. he was ready and to Ab talk was at dope, that point. She like mad hood and no, she just keeps she's it Philly. 100. She's West Philly she's all day. She's mad Philly, so mm-hmm. she kept it 100. So I, that's how I started. But then I started noticing like the politics, right? I met and, her and, as a waitress. <laughs> right. But, you know, no, but you probably, Mm. You probably met more celebrities than we did. Yeah, no, I. But that's the crazy part. Like you guys met these celebrities, which I've met as well. But yeah, I met them. I feel like on a more corporate side. Right. You know, but I've met them with a like G string on my eyes, and I'm like, hey guys. You met them as their true self. We met them as their, you know, mask on. Mm. So we started doing that, and it was mad cool. I was doing events. I was in places that I never would have thought. Like this kid from the Heights, Dominican, in in these huge events. I'm talking about multi-million dollar events. Sean, would, Sean can, can tell you, like, we was doing, we was in places we, we could just not believe. And not only that, but then the press trips. I was yep. in fucking Brazil. I was in um, uh, California. I was in Chicago just being flown out just to the shit that we write. Like, that yep. shit was wild to me. Like, it was completely wild to me. See, and, everything that you experienced that you were like, oh my God, like, that was literally me every day. The, the previous decade. Mm-hmm. When I first got into it, like, word? You get to go... Yeah. Wait, I could go do this and just write it? 
and get paid for? Nigga. Wild, right? What? So, what? So really, I, nigga? So yes. I started. So, then, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> so then. Really? <laughs> really? You telling me how to do my fucking board? I'm sorry, Fuck out of here. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So, so, like I said, music started getting saturated and yeah. I just didn't want to chase that shit anymore. And then fashion became about the look. And we started, the fake it till you make it. These people fashion that were. Novas. The oh, fashionistas. That, that's when fashionistas became a word. And I just didn't, I, I was a straight man covering fashion. I'm not trying to do all that other shit that y'all doing. Y'all could do that shit and get away with it. I it's can't get away with it. tutus and skirts and shit. And they would show up to Lincoln Center looking wild. And I'm like, oh, that's the thing. Like, well, like young Doug with the dresses. With yes. The dresses. Yes. Yeah. Like why and you know it worked so and I got out of that. I got wearing the meat dresses and right. shit. But in that in that in that part in that time, I had a son and Sean will tell you this as well. As a blogger, that shit don't always pay a lot. So when you got a kid, like you start thinking different. So I had my son and we was covering all these dope events. I was getting flow every flown flown everywhere, but I wasn't paid. making no real money. Nah, your paycheck. I'm not making no real that. money. So I would come back and it was just like, well, we broke though. So what we gotta do? So I started. I had the hustle. So um, the perception at the time was the currency. So I what I did was I take I took my networking from the fashion and just started on my own online boutique. And I and, it's, and it was called Omlafem, and it was basically a luxury site where I would sell sneakers and sunglasses. That's that's what I loved, mm-hmm. sneakers and sunglasses. So I did that, but I didn't understand SEO. Instagram was fairly new. Twitter wasn't really a place to promote yet, and it failed. Like within three years, it failed. We lost a whole, a whole bunch of money. Me and my sister, she's still mad at me because we lost a bunch of money. But it was an expensive lesson. So now, like I know everything about fashion on the back end. Like if you run in a site, I know exactly what you shouldn't be doing and what you need to be doing. You so fail first to succeed. But the, yo, that was an expensive lesson. I'm talking six. So figures. how how far like, into the decade was this? This was 2014. Oh, that's so right. That was yesterday. Like so I still would be mad at you. So I'd be flinging sneakers man. at you and glasses and shit. Every I time I, I saw, every time I see sunglasses, I'm like, motherfucker. So <laughs> it failed, what and I had to figure it out. Now at that point, that point, my son is three years old, and mm. me and her, me and his mom, were not getting along, and that ended. And then I was a free agent for for hella long, and you know, so what you I, do for work to, though? Just hustle like gigs, like again, team of Epiphany, team Epiphany, man. Freelance <laughs> yo, life, man. You listen, start to appreciate that team shit Epiphany, after a while. Yo, team Epiphany gave me a job where all I had to do was look at all the episodes of what's that uh, uh mob movie from HBO from Atlantic City M- Empire. No, oh, Boardwalk Empire. Boardwalk Empire. My job was to look at Boardwalk Empire all the seasons and write about that shit. I got paid two stacks for that. Wow. And I was like, yeah, okay, so I'm gonna keep doing it. And then I started doing like a lot of the a lot of the uh, um auto shit, like a lot of the driving shit. I yeah. was one of the first bloggers that got cars to drive around and I would put mad people onto that. Sean was doing it too. So I was doing it way before these motherfuckers no, I'm just, no, no, doing it right, I'm sorry no 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 you were but the I'm, thing gonna is, do, I'm gonna do a shot for me fuck that no 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 you're right cause I remember you was driving Lincoln's before I was driving Lincoln's I was driving was all the GM everything GM right. everything GM everything so, Nissan so this is the thing what happened was I just I looked at it like okay if GM is doing this other brands gotta be doing this so nah. I got Lexus I got Benz yeah. I got Acura I got Honda and I remember putting everybody on but that's that's a whole other story no the, cause somewhere around the, around that time like they started to notice the brands the white brands that weren't really trying to give cars or reviews to urban brands or urban um titles yeah. the previous decade they started to realize the power of the black voice let alone the black dollar and that's when they were like okay fine let's do let's give people access to our cars right. to so, talk shit about so we'll get a car for like a week drive around New York City yeah. and ride around and then drive and then write about our experiences with the car so this was the era of the influencer. That's when the influencer title was born. So you were, so you were born. like the Fucking dinosaur term. influencer. Basically. I was, and, and and when I got to liquor, that's when I started becoming a real influencer in the sense of, like, I really started getting into liquor. And the reason, one of the main reasons why I got into liquor was because everything else was so saturated and whack. So I said, if and I do liquor, pop, and you don't have that many urban or POCs doing like liquor or spirits, listen, I'm period. in these spaces six three. 240 pounds I'm the only one Of my color Everyone is white Old That's it So 
I started doing liquor and it was the greatest move I've ever made because that shit didn't pay my bills ever since. And from 2000, and I would say, so 14 all the way to about 16 and a half, it was rough. Similar to Sean, like those years was just rough because I was still trying to figure out what my niche, like what was my place. How in old this were world. you? Uh, I don't know. Um, 2034. Oh my god! Thirty-five. And, I'm so, and like I'm feel like I'm going over there. Like nah, I'm, but, I'm experiencing but, but that now. Shut the fuck but up. you have the privilege of uh, not the privilege, but the luxury of having someone like like people like me and Sean telling yeah. you what to expect because we didn't have any. There was no what I was doing no, no one else was doing like no one else was doing what I was doing so there wasn't like there wasn't an OG that was there for me like yo make sure you do, 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 do. no I had, I was figuring this shit I was winging it for years a lot of us was winging it until we finally figured it out shit some of us and a lot of us it. and a lot of us started figuring it out and I think you know what happened was once the brand started putting money behind us that's when we started to figure this shit out like okay yeah. and then once social media got really popping that's when we were able to capitalize off the analytics so fast forward it's 2017 and I get with my man Chef Calvin and no 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 before Chef Calvin it was um my man John and 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 Ron and we started this thing called the mixer and we I combined my talents of alcohol and they combined their talents of food and we did a couple of events sold out it was it was great but it wasn't enough for me and then I moved on and then my man Chef Calvin Fernandez he was in um beat Bobby Flay he was on beat Bobby Flay he beat Bobby Flay and we got together we did the same we took the same concept and we've been killing ever since and we sell out everything yeah everything to one do. of those events that shit out. is fire Calvin has the amazing fucking the food and that come in with the cocktails and we, we we get some dope ass bartenders he get we get it, it's just dope like it's dope it's a dope experience I love it and 2020 we got a lot of stuff coming coming up um, I'm going okay. but good shit so and then you know God blessed me with another baby another boy um, with a wonderful woman who is um, an amazing mom and I, I really I'm really like lucky to How does it feel to be a father two times over? Um it's the same. Like it's like riding a bike, you know? Like the everything I everything I did wrong with my first child, I corrected with my second child. But I'm still me, like, you know, my my, my the only thing I asked God was like, look, don't give me no daughters. Because I I can't oh, I can't daughters do that. are amazing. Are you crazy? They're amazing because but, they make you they make you be like this small and you can't help but to do everything, everything they, they want. want. I'm not with and that. And I shit. feel great nope. being a sucker. Like when she's not being suckers a sucker. You don't want to be a daddy's girl. Nope. Oh my God! What? When they look at you and they're like, "Ma," because the minute I I got a daughter, I gotta go in and get a license for a gun, and I really do not want to start doing that. Wait, is that that, my window? Wait, is that why he's lightweight? Treats you like a daughter? Like, yo, yo, cover up? Like he can't. But imagine now. Imagine, imagine if you were my blood, you would hate me. Yeah, you would hate me. Yes, because you, you be, you're 31, and I'd be like, "Yo, cover the fuck up." Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? Like that's why I don't want a daughter because I know me. I just know me. So I spoke with God.